hello hi how are you doing how are you doing i'm great thank you for asking i mean you really do you really have such good manners <laughs> welcome back to another episode another episode of gear talks gear speaks gear chatters gear rants gear researchers gear ginger coffee and ruins shit like i don't understand where i was trying to go with that really like such a flop such a fail but like before we get in too far can we please just acknowledge like can we have like a small little moment right? just the just this moment But anyway, that is shout out to iMarkeys on the gram, the Instagram, and it's been circulating for the longest of time. But do I look like I gaff? Like, do I look like I give a fuck? I really don't. We just had to shout out to that. But anyway, um, in today's episode, in today's episode, we're going into a little bit of a continuation on the mythology theme for some reason i ended up in mythology again because i started out in the cosmos but ended up in constellations and mythology on constellations because like we know mythology is definitely the thing for the girl for the for a girl i am the girl and the girl likes const- mythology basically excuse me at first i started like i remembered like i always had this wallpaper very very long time ago that was of the um, what i don't remember which 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 nebula it was but like nebula is basically a cluster of stars in space if i'm not mistaken if i'm i'm definitely explaining that all wrong because obviously there's a lot of intricacies about explaining what a nebula is but it's basically a a cluster of stars in space and they always look so gorgeous so i had that as like wallpapers for years and years different ones and i was curious as to like making an episode about that because i'm interested in it and you know (laughs) you know sciencey things are great when you have visuals along with them they are not so great when you don't have the visual i mean i could sit here and talk about nebulas and explain what they are and it would be so lame because there is no wonder because you can't see it you cannot see it i cannot show you what i'm talking about i would have to rely on you to go and do your due diligence this time in this episode in this one episode to do your due. i'm not i'm not shading anybody but i am but i'm not to do your due diligence and go like look for pictures on what they look like so you can like kind of tell what i'm talking about but like why do i feel like that would be too much to ask but let's not be shady queens let's not be shady queens so instead of um nebulas and what they are and how they're made up of because science is not is not particularly the most interesting thing like i said without visuals so i thought about stars because i mean hey a nebula is a cluster of stars right so now stars the ones that we can see from here every now and then in the very light polluted cities but anyway stars and the constellations and i'm like constellations have always had classical greek mythology about them and i was like hey man how fun would that be to get into some more mythology <laughs> some more mythology i hope i'm not the only one enjoying these because <laughs> i am enjoying the absolute hell out of it out of them so today we're going to be learning a whole bunch of new stuff right uh, i'm going to be learning it along with you i've got a few uh stories about these constellations lined up right and I have the source that I have opened up right now 
and I'm gonna be reading from them and yeah let's get into it so they the, the introduction basically starts off as constellation are formed constellations wow constellations I meant to say constellations are formed of bright stars which appear close to each other in the sky but are really far apart in space obviously but no no tea no shapes <laughs> the shapes you see all depend on your point of view and many societies saw patterns among the stars with the gods and the goddesses of their stories and their culture most of the constellations which we are familiar with came rather yeah you know what let's just say most of the constellations which we are familiar with came from ancient greece but other civilizations have created their own patterns in the sky based on their own stories and their people that were important to them and yeah that's that's the introduction of what is going on with these constellation mythologies in this particular source right i sifted through a few sources and i felt like this one was a good start because it wasn't all that intense it's a bit of a intermediate intermediate kind of soft spot between advanced constellation mythology and constellation theories and all of that stuff and beginner type stuff so let's get into it so the first one um is called ursa major aka changing bear maiden in wow i'm assuming this is kind of a south american kind of do we say spanish do we say this is a spanish word i don't know if this is a spanish word but i'm assuming it is because funny enough but funny enough i know i'm branching out very 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 far before i even start with this but masejo has or should i say masego that is also a completely different story for another day do we say masejo or do we say masego because it is disrespectful to be calling people by their name in a way that they don't want it to be said but anyway masego has a song called nava let me just say say it how it's spelled nava joe <laughs> n-a-v-a-j-o but assuming that it's spanish the j is sounded like an h so i'm gonna say navajo and in this ursa major aka changing bear myth it's a navajo myth so in a navajo in navajo myth ursa major the great bear originated from the story of the changing bear maiden in the story a girl accepts a bear as her husband her, si- her younger sister tells the father who in turn kills the bear and the older sister changes into a bear to get revenge okay and then the younger sister and the seven brothers seems they have seven brothers try to flee their sister the bear turns back into a girl and chases after her siblings she eventually killed six of her brothers the seven brothers flew up into the sky and became ursa major so if she kills seven brothers, why are there seven, seven brothers up in the sky? But anyway, that's, that's, that's a weird one. That's a weird one. You see how crazy these freaking mythology stories are. And I'm still trying to put my finger on what it is about these crazy and outlandish and outrageous stories that really... <laughs> tickles my fancy i'm trying to figure it out and i don't get it because it's not like i read them and i'm like Ooh, what is like the underlying story what is this trying to tell me how should i apply this to my life honestly i just read them to enjoy them maybe it's because this is this is like kind of my my version of of reality show <laughs> not necessarily reality but it's it's pretty much as entertaining to me as other people find reality tv which i genuinely genuinely don't give a shit about i'm trying to think of a reality show right now that i really care for and yo i'm drawing blanks eh (laughs) i'm really drawing blanks so I, i i genuinely don't give a shit about about reality and if you feel offended ah come on you can't be offended about reality you're not even in there you're not even getting a percentage of the money why are you offended 
why are you offended and it's such trash like no tea no shade reality tv is usually trash anyway a second constellation is the constellation of the hand according to the lakota the lakota the constellation of the hand namely the bottom half of the constellation orion represents the arm of a great lakota chief the gods wanted to punish the lakota chief for his selfishness and made the thunder people rip out his arm what (laughs) the chief's daughter offered to marry anyone who could recover her father's arm the fallen star a young warrior whose father was a star and whose mother was human returned the arm and married the daughter the return of the arm to the chief symbolizes harmony between the gods and the people with the help of the younger generation that is a cute symbolism in there that is really cute um but see how outland how crazy these stories are like are you not entertained (laughs) are you not entertained i hope y'all caught that reference because i'm not about to ruin it and actually say anything about it i shouldn't even i shouldn't have even said it's reference to anything anyway another constellation is the seven rishis rishis i don't know what the hell rishi is i probably should be checking that out i should have checked um according to the epic mahabharata composed in about 500 bc the stars of the big dipper were the seven sages called rishis these seven sages are said to be the one are said to be those who made the sun rise and shine they were happily married to seven sisters named kritika originally they all lived together in the northern sky but one day the god of fire agni emerged from the flames of an offering performed by the seven rishis and fell in love with the seven kritika trying to forget his hopeless love for the kritika act so that means like all seven of the sisters have one name and then man's man's fell in love with all seven so i that wow questions hey anyway agni wandered into the forest where he met svaha it's s-v-a-h-a to conquer agni's love svaha disguised herself as six of the seven kritika svaha could mimic only six of the kritika because the seventh sister was too devoted to her husband to be imitated that's interesting that's very interesting so I, i'm assuming the seventh sister was married and the other six weren't so now man is falling in love with yay a lot of questions <laughs> a lot of questions a lot of questions after a while svaha gave birth to a child that she named skanda eh, we're not gonna talk about that one with his birth rumors began to spread that six of the rishi's wives were his mother Six of the rishis divorced their wives. The sister who was devoted to her husband was the only one that remained with her husband as the star Alcor. The other six Kritika went away to become the Pleiades. Pleiades, which is another constellation. Yo, this story is, is very confusing, mate. It's not confusing, it's just a very weird circle. It's a very weird, irregularly shaped loop. It's just weird. It's really weird, man. Cause it got like... Are these seven sisters one person or are these seven sisters separate people? Yikes, man, questions freaking questions what anyway uh, the next constellation is the constellation scorpio um fun fact scorpios make really 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 good friends um to the ancient greeks the constellation scorpius was the image of a scorpion the constellation was related to the death of the hunter orion there are several different stories about Orion's death, and according to one story, Orion wanted to kill all the wild 
animals on earth however the earth goddess gaia was not pleased with orion's intention so she sent a giant scorpion to attack orion sounds like scorpion king but obviously we know that was not the storyline of scorpion king but moving swiftly along no matter how hard he tried orion could not defeat the scorpion when he tried to escape the scorpion stung him to death with its poisonous tail as a reward for its service gaia placed the scorpion's image in the nighttime sky to this day it looks as if the scorpion is always chasing after orion in the nighttime sky <laughs> yeah ne? these stories can really get morbid though i mean they could have just say it stung him and he passed on or it stung him and he died but like stung him to death uh, wow pretty morbid mate but it is what it is i guess it really is what it is that's that's just a lot that's a lot of what it is but anyway the other constellation is draco the dragon nope not your boy malfoy <laughs> not that guy draco is the dragon famous throughout mythology this great beast has especially been present in greek mythology one of the more popular stories involves heracles heracles oh, no it's her it's probably heracles man and the 12 labors gaia gave hera a golden apple tree when she married zeus <laughs> i think what makes these very interesting for me is that I, I i try to picture them and now the golden apple tree is so crazy in my head it's looking mad but anyway as hera put the tree in the garden to be guarded by the hesperides hesperides those things and a dragon called ladon Heracles asked Atlas to gather the apples while he and Athena held up the sky. Ha. Huh. What? What? Okay, so Gaia gave Hera a tree, a golden tree, a golden apple tree. And then Heracles asks Atlas to gather the apples basically steal the apples while heracles and athena held up the sky okay atlas thinking he could trick heracles into holding the sky forever gladly accepted the mission when he returned with the apples heracles slipped the sky back onto atlas shoulders i'm assuming atlas is apparently greek god of the sky that's what i'm getting here um Heracles slipped the sky back on Atlas's shoulders. Yet another story is set during the Titan War with Zeus. Athena was attacked by a dragon. She flung it into the air, wrapping it around the pole. To this day, the dragon remains in the night sky. The constellation Draco can be found revolving around the celestial North Pole. This type of constellation is said to be circumpolar. Alright, not this one is a bit of a messy one but messy not messy tea messy but like all over the place messy so basically the dragon was meant to guard the apple tree and the story that was said and then in another story it attacked athena okay cool so now it deserves a whole constellation hey but okay it's none of my business none of my business Ha! Another constellation is Hercules, aka Heracles, the one that I've been saying. Heracles, Hercules, 609, same thing. Um, more than 2000 years ago, Greek people believed that a particular group of stars represented the figure of Hercules, the most famous Greek hero. The ancient Romans called him Hercules. Okay, that's interesting. So the Grecians called him Her Heracles. And then the Romans called him Hercules. That's very interesting. Anyway, uh, he was apparently a courageous and strong man. Unfortunately, Hercules had a terrible enemy, the goddess Hera. 
Hera, the one that got the apple tree, was so annoyed by Heracles' strength and fame that she cast a spell over him. As a result, he committed a terrible crime. Seeking forgiveness, Hercules was told to perform very 12 very difficult tasks for the king, Eurystheus. Eurystheus. Um, these names are fucked up, I know. Um, Hercules completed the 12 tasks using his great strength, and he has been famous ever since. Subs failed copying. Alright, that was a cool story ish half-assed type story but that's cool it's cool it's nice it's, it's interesting i don't know why i like keeping all this low-key useless information in my head uh, it, it amuses me that's why i like keeping this low-key useless information in my head another constellation is the nemean lion apparently allegedly more than 2000 years ago greeks believed that the god zeus placed the figure of a gigantic lion in the sky with the rest of the stars i'm assuming that's the leo constellation but moving swiftly along because this is a leo we are moving swiftly along this lion lived in the city of nemea the people who lived in that region were terrorized by the nemean lion several times they tried to destroy the beast hercules again the most famous greek hero was ordered by the king eurystheus to kill the nemean lion why do i keep trying to say language weird hercules was an incredibly strong man uh, when hercules reached the cave where the beast was living he realized that all his weapons were useless against the lion hercules killed the lion by strangling it with his bare hands this reminds me of the movie Hercules where The Rock starred in it, but if I remember correctly, he shot it. Oh no, 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 no. They staged a fake lion killing. Oh, it was teamwork. These recreations of these these old stories are very interesting, but I don't exactly remember what happened in that movie, but I am reminded of that movie. Um, he strangled it with his bare hands. When the beast was dead, Hercules used its pelt as a coat and the head as a helmet, just like in the movie. <laughs> just like the movie said. But moving on to another constellation. The, n- the next constellation is the Lernaean. Lernaean? Lernaean Hydra. Allegedly, a long time ago, Greek people believed that a long strip of stars was really an image of a gigantic serpent known as the Hydra. The people of Lernia were terrorized by this per- by the serpent, which was a horrifying beast with many snake-like heads, one of which was immortal. The heads of the Hydra could grow back even if they were cut off. Ew. Anyone approaching the Hydra could also be killed by its venomous breath. Bruh, breath? Who, <laughs> who the fuck came up with this litty impossible shit? Like what? Sips coffee. This is weird. Venomous breath, bruh. Like we've heard all sorts of things. Venomous, I don't know. Venomous spit, I think we've heard of. Breath. Like you breathe gooty. <sighs> and things are dying that's weird man is it like gum problems teeth problems oral hygiene problems that make it venomous okay that was super lame that was a very lame joke but like think about it is it like oral hygiene problems ew anyway the destruction of the hydra was one of the many difficult tasks that hercules had to perform to show that he was sorry for the terrible crime he committed i wonder what this crime is anyway hercules was so brave and strong that he succeeded in killing the hydra with the help of his nephew lolaus lolus that one every time hercules would cut off one head of the beast lolus would sear its injured neck preventing heads from preventing new heads from growing back that is very interesting because obviously we know that when in the movies 
into movies movie theory i don't know if this works in real life or not and i'm not trying to find out when there's an open wound you clean it and then you burn it to close it up so basically burned the neck where the head had been cut off to stop it from growing that's very interesting that's very interesting anyway during their fight an enormous crab (laughs) an enormous crab emerged from the swamp to aid the hydra fucking traitorous ass nigga that doesn't even know what's happening shows up out of the damn swamp for for what okay but they for you know what i can't be asking if they were friends or whatever the hell because whatever anyway hercules killed the crab by crushing its shell with his foot very interesting hercules buried the hydra's head under a heavy rock i'm assuming that's the immortal head under a heavy rock that's a very interesting story very interesting story the next constellation is the constellation of cancer a tip of the head not to the babe he's a cancer cancer dude anyway according to an ancient greek legend the figure of a gigantic crab was placed in the nighttime sky by the goddess hera to form the constellation cancer hera swore to kill her kiddies. hey she was she was not fucking with this nigga's existence eh? um Hera attempted to kill Hercules in many different ways, but each time his incredible physical strength allowed him to survive. Hera cast a spell of madness on Hercules, causing him to commit a great crime. Oh yeah, so that's how she got him to commit that crime, by casting a spell of madness on him. Alright, cool. Um... During the back, the battle between Heracles and Hydra. Oh, this is the crab they're talking about. The goddess Hera. Okay. Remember that crab that I said was popping out of the swamp, who had absolutely no business getting into the first fight between uh, Hercules and the and the immortal serpent. That crab is apparently was apparently sent by Hera this goddess that is so like hellbent was so hellbent on having Hercules dead as a reward for its service Hera placed the crab's image in the night sky yeah <laughs> basically assassins and assassinations but we're not gonna talk about that we're not gonna say it like that okay uh, another constellation, a very famous one, is Orion. The ancient Greeks saw the figure of the Greek myth Orion in the nighttime sky. There are several different stories about the birth of Orion. According to one version of the myth, Orion was the son of a poor shepherd, shepherd called Herius. Once Zeus, Hermes, and Poseidon stopped by Herius's house, and Herius was so generous with his guests that he killed the only animal that he had, which was an ox. Herius was not aware that his guests were gods. The gods wanted to reward Herius's generosity by granting him a wish. Herius's biggest desire was to have a child, and the gods told him to bury the hide of the bull he had sacrificed to them and to pee on it. And to pee on it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Pee on it or pee on it? pee on it or pee on it ew ew anyway after nine months a boy was born in that place the child became a very handsome and strong man he was such a good hunter that he was hired by the king whatever his name is to kill the ferocious beasts that were terrifying the inhabitants of the island chios Happy for his success, Orion said he would kill all the wild animals of, on the earth, like mentioned earlier on. But the earth goddess Gaia, who was the mother of all animals, would not, was not pleased with the intentions. Um, she sent the scorpion that we went through, and yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, remember. Gaia placed 
the scorpion in the sky as a constellation and they said that it appears to be constantly chasing after orion i thought about this in my head but i didn't mention it i'm like they're probably next to each other or in or looking in such a way where the scorpion is probably on the left and orion's belt is probably to its right so it's looking like the scorpion has its tail coiled towards the orion constellation Nah, okay, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. I hope that revelation was not too confusing. I'm not about to repeat it. Askies, yeah? Like, I'm so askies. Um, another constellation was the constellation of Europa. Europa, I'm sure this name is familiar to a lot of you people. Uh, Europa was the beautiful daughter of King Tyre it's literally spelled tire so i don't know how else that could be pronounced tire agenor zeus the king of the gods according to greek mythology saw europa as europa as she was gathering flowers by a sea and immediately fell in love with her zeus transformed himself into the form of a magnificent white bull i've heard the story before actually yeah, a white bull and appeared in the, in the seashore where Europa was playing. The great bull walked over to where Europa stood and knelt at her feet. The appearance and movements of the bull were so gentle that Europa spread flowers on spread flowers on his neck and dared to climb upon his his back. But suddenly, the bull rushed over to the sea, abducting rushed over the sea, abducting Europa. This, this cow didn't go over the moon it went over the sea and then the bull revealed its true identity and took Europa to the Mediterranean island of Crete there Zeus cast off the shape of the white bull and back into his hum- human form made Europa, made Europa his lover beneath a simple cypress tree basically saying great Europa under a cypress tree if you want to put it as black and white as it really is made Europa his lover that doesn't sound like convinced doesn't sound like seduced doesn't sound like I don't know it, it's, it sounds very forceful but maybe I'm wrong highly unlikely because Grecian mythology is known to be like this like it's known to have a lot of these brave themes but it is what it is okay i'm i don't want to even get into that honestly i don't want to get into it anyway europa europa then became the first queen of crete and had three sons by zeus at last zeus reproduced the form of the white bull um in the stars he produced this form of the white bull in the stars and apparently that is how the constellation in the sky is set up and that is also known as the constellation of taurus which is apparently looking like a bull in the sky um that was weird yeah it was weird it was it was weird it it kind of this is the kind of shit that makes me have a love-hate relationship with classic mythology it's just so it's so crazy (laughs) and i'm euphemizing by saying crazy i'm trying not to like trying not to be a rude sister but anyway another another constellation before i even go into a rant about that i know gear speaks and gear rants but like maybe not right now maybe not at all yeah maybe not at all let's leave it another constellation is the constellation of andromeda which i am familiar with uh in greek mythology andromeda was the daughter of cassiopeia and cepheus cassiopeia uh, i recognize that name i've been reading um the bay's one of the bay's most favorite books uh the fifth wave cassiopeia is the name of one of the characters there so i recognize the name from there but anyway let's see andromeda's mother claimed that they were more beautiful than the sea nymphs sea nymphs 
N-Y-M-P-H-S. Nymphs. Uh, AKA the Nereids. The Nereids felt insulted by this and complained to the sea god Poseidon. This just sounds so petty. <laughs> this sounds like the start of an instant beef, but moving on. They complained to the sea god Poseidon. Excuse me. Poseidon threatened to send a flood and a sea of monsters to destroy the kingdom of Ethiopia. The king was advised by the oracle to sacrifice his daughter. Andromeda was changed to a sea cliff to be devoured by that sea monster. So are you telling me that Andromeda Andromeda is of Ethiopian descent? Because why else would why else would Ethiopia be involved? Or Ethiopia, the kingdom of Ethiopia, E T H I O P A, could be a completely different ball game. Could be a completely different story. Could be a completely different place. Correct me, because I am most probably wrong. But anyway, uh, Andromeda was chained to a sea cliff to be devoured by the sea monster. This was the sacrifice the king made. Um, Perseus, the nephew of the king, noticed her as he was sailing by and immediately fell in love with her. He promised to rescue Andromeda if her parents would allow him to marry her. Cassiopeia and Cepheus accepted. Perseus killed the monster and freed Andromeda. Andromeda insists that their wedding was celebrated. Unfortunately, her parents had forgotten their promise to Perseus. That's some traitorous bullshit. After the marriage, Andromeda left her country to live with Perseus, who later became the the king of Tyrans and Mycenae. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. M-Y-C-E-N-A-E. The goddess Athena placed the image of Andromeda among the stars as a reward for keeping her parents' promise. Available having a constellation up there named after you or your story is a reward in these in these in these myths and stories. Um, and then there was also um, a constellation for Cassiopeia, which is Andromeda's mother, as we just found out. Um, it is said that Cassiopeia has a ridiculous upside-down position to punish her for having been pretentious. Cassiopeia was very proud of her beauty. Oh yes, she claimed, just like we just read, she claimed her and her daughter were more beautiful than the sea nymphs. Um, yeah, the nymphs complained. They were told the oracle predicted that the sacrifice of the of Andromeda would be enough to appease the monster that Poseidon wanted to send. Um, I'm sifting through this, skimming through this right now, seeing if there's anything different or why she ended up in a constellation upside down. Uh, What? This doesn't even explain how Cassiopeia ended up in the freaking constellation. Anyway, let me just read it. The the oracle predicted that the only sacrifice that only the sacrifice of Andromeda to the monster could appease the wrath of Poseidon. The king chained Andromeda, Andromeda to a sea cliff. Fortunately, at the same moment, Perseus saw um, Andromeda and fell in love with her. Learning Andromeda's story, he offered to rescue her if her parents would let him marry, the, marry her with some help of some magical sandals that allowed Perseus to fly and a magical sword given to him by the god Hermes. Perseus killed the monster and married Andromeda. That still says absolutely nothing about why Cassiopeia is a constellation. (laughs) Okay, okay, cool. And then very interesting fact here Cassiopeia C-A-S-S-I-O-P-E-I-A in this kind of illustration 
is spelled C-A-L-S-I-O-P-E-I-A. Calciopeia. That's very interesting. I think that's a fun fact. And then there's the Cepheus constellation, Andromeda's dad. Uh, It's basically the exact same story. Yeah, the exact same story. It just adds here that... After Perseus used the magical sandals that allowed him to fly and head to what? <laughs> Wait. Perseus used magical sandals that allowed him to fly and the head of the Gorgon, Medusa. Medusa's head had the power to turn anything into stone. Andromeda. What? 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 Wait. Okay. <laughs> In the story about Andromeda, we hear that Perseus killed the monster. In the story of Cassiopeia, we hear that Perseus not only killed the monster, he had the help of sandals that allowed him to fly and a sword and a magical sword given to him by Hermes. And then in the story of Cepheus, Andromeda's dad, we learn that he had the sandals and the sword. And he had Medusa's head. Why? Why don't they? <laughs> wow, these stories just yeah, no? yeah. That these stories. This is. It's like the 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 forever evolving rumor. It just keeps changing. It keeps changing. I wonder if I'm gonna find another variation of the story. Um. Another constellation is the constellation of Pegasus that we all know. I'm pretty sure we are aware of Pegasus. Pegasus was a winged horse that came out of Medusa. What? 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 Huh? Let me read that again. Pegasus was a winged horse that came out of Medusa when she was beheaded by Perseus. So Perseus beheaded Medusa himself? What? That's not... You know what? Okay. Let alone that Perseus beheaded Medusa himself. Pegasus came out of Medusa when she was beheaded. Wow. Okay. Uh, Medusa was apparently once a beautiful Libyan princess. Because she was seduced by the sea god Poseidon in the temple consecrated to Athena, Athena transformed her into a monster. Wow. Wow. Mm. Anyway, she had a hair of serpents and anyone who looked at her face turned into stone. Anyway, after his birth, Pegasus lived on the Mount Helicon. One day, an ancient Greek hero whose name was Bellerophon, whichever one that is, really, honestly, whichever, whatever. It's Chepu, it's Bellerophon, it's Bellerophon. It's all the same, okay? Uh, This guy believed that he could fly with Pegasus to Olympus, where the gods lived. To prevent him from doing that, Zeus sent a horsefly to bite Pegasus. I didn't even know that horseflies bit things. Or that they bit anything in general. Anyway, um, Bellerophon, 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 (laughs) lost his control of Pegasus and fell back onto Earth. Excuse me. Pegasus continued to fly alone and reached Olympus, where Zeus received him. Since then, he transports thunderbolts for Zeus, who placed his figure in the night sky in the constellation of the winged horse. That's an interesting one as well. Um, third last. Third last is the constellation of Perseus, the one that we read about. Uh, in the story of Andromeda uh, his mother was Danae the daughter of the king of Argos 
when a prophecy revealed to Acrisius that his grandson would kill him, Acrisius poisoned his daughter Danae to keep her chaste. Zeus, however, fooled Acrisius's precautions by entering the prison disguised as a shower of gold. Okay, when Acrisius discovered that Danae had given birth to Perseus, he had the mother and the son thrown into a sea in a chest of wood. Luckily, they reached the island of Seraphos where the king Polydectes offered them hospitality and protection. Perseus was secretly raised on the island and became a courageous young man. He was sent to complete a dangerous mission. Wish you would tell us, but okay. Perseus had to fetch the head of Medusa. And with the help of Hermes, he succeeded. On his voyage back, he, he saw Andromeda. Um, and he married her obviously as that story unfolded when his triumph became known he was invited to the city of Larissa to participate in funeral games in honor of the king excuse me why is my nose sounding like it's it's getting blocked that's weird Um, during the games wow definitely blocked excuse me definitely blocked that's weird. Uh, during the games, Perseus threw a disc and accidentally hit his grandfather. Ah! He hit his grandfather, Acrisius, who was watching the games unaware of his grandson's presence. <gasps> Acrisius died fulfilling the prophecy. That is so weird! <gasps> what? No way! <laughs> So Acrisius knew that his grandson would kill him. He just didn't know how. And he sent his grandson away. Somehow his grandson came back and threw a discus at him, not even on purpose. And he died. <laughs> that is it. That is funny. That is low-key funny. That is funny. Um Another constellation is Callisto and her son Arcus. <clears throat> Excuse me. Apparently, allegedly, Callisto was a river goddess and the favorite companion of the moon goddess Diana. One day, the god Jupiter saw the beautiful Callisto and fell in love with her. Knowing that Diana had warned Callisto about men and gods, Jupiter pretended he was the goddess Diana. <laughs> what the hell? In this disguise, Jupiter made the beautiful Callisto his girlfriend. She gave birth to a boy named Arcus, Jupiter's wife Juno. Nigga was married already! This is. Wow! Anyway. Clearly times were not the same by then, or clearly times were the same, because Jupiter's wife Juno was mad and changed Callisto into a bear. One day, when Arcus was a young man, he decided to go hunting. Callisto saw her son, and forgetting that she was a bear, rushed to him to give him a hug. (laughs) In fear of his life, Arcus lifted his bow and shot at the charging bear. In the last moment, just before the arrow struck, Jupiter tossed Callisto and her son Arcus into the heavens as the constellation Ursa Major, aka the Great Bear and Boots, the the Bear Warden. Arcus is always found standing next to his mother in the constellation. That is kind of sad, but kind of funny. That is kind of sad and kind of funny. Um, <laughs> okay, last one. Last uh, constellation here is the constellation of Leda and Cygnus. I think I'm going to pronounce it as. It's C-Y-G-N-U-S. Um, for the ancient Greeks, the constellation Cygnus, which means swan, S-W-A-N was related to the myth of Zeus and the goddess Nemesis 
literally N-E-M-E-S-I-S, Nemesis. In order to escape from Zeus, Nemesis changed herself into many different animals. When she changed into a goose, Zeus immediately transformed himself into a wonderful swan and won the love of Nemesis. The goddess became pregnant, delivered an egg, and then abandoned it. Fortunately, a shepherd found the egg and gave it to Leda, the wife of the king of Sparta. Okay. Okay. From that egg came Helen of Troy. Helen was so beautiful that Leda claimed her as her own child. The constellation Cygnus was formed to celebrate the lovely swan. According to another version of the myth, Zeus transformed himself into a swan to court Leda, the queen of Sparta, and from that relationship, Leda had two children, Polydeuces and Heli and Helen. Wait again, you pronounce these names. These names you have to take a lot of effort to pronounce to the point where I'm trying to pronounce Helen as Helen. Like, are you hearing the problem? <laughs> are you hearing the problem here? Are you hearing the problem? Anyway, um, that was that was fun. I enjoyed reading those. I love reading these crazier stories. Um, I love it. I absolutely love it. And I hope you guys enjoyed it too. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for like sitting here quietly and not interrupting me while I speak. You know. You know. You're such a good listener. Like you know. Now you can ask questions. Now you can like ask away, ask away. Um, I have the Insta page set up now. It's called gear.speaks underscore. Like you know when Instagram forces you to just make weird names. Like. Like, wow, Insta Greasy, you're making me work hard, girl. You're making me work really hard. But uh, check me out over there. DM me suggestions, I guess. Don't DM me snacks things. <laughs> Can we just not? Do not DM me nothing snacks, nothing. I, you know good and damn well I'm not trying to hear. But anyway, uh, check that out. And check me out on all other platforms on spotify on stitcher on soundcloud on google podcast on yay it's newing i'm everywhere (laughs) i'm everywhere google me baby google me (laughs) thank you so much for listening actually thank you so much um this has just been so much fun honestly it really has and i hope you will tune in to the next episode and yeah It's goodbye. Goodbye for now. So, bye-bye.